Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed. I'm your host, Benji Pickens. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm here in the studio, of course, with Max Serac and Ben Hollywood Whitmore. It's a very intimate night. That was that was Max. We got the lights down in consensual studios. <laughs> oh, it, I, I can't, it is. I can't. It is so consensual. This is it's the so first, so literally, the first time you guys have had headphones on your head while recording. <laughs> oh yeah, just, it's, it's just actually, it's, it's awesome. It's the second time. The sec- oh, oh, yeah, I tried it once. I'm saying oh. like this is one session. The last one didn't count. Oh, okay, okay, one. okay, okay. All right. Well, hey, ignorant uninformed, <laughs> ignorant ignorants. Thanks for joining us. Ignorants in uniforms. <laughs> Ignorants. Oh. Ignorants. Yes, wow. a whole army of Ignorants. <laughs> Fun what? in the studio. <laughs> all right, everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, if you couldn't tell, we have a bunch of new toys in the studio. We all have microphones that we're playing with and crazy. Uh, fucking with and uh, good times. And welcome back. So you probably for hear a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As Benji fucks with his microphone stand. And, uh, yeah, this is, this is your show. Uh, we take your topics and turn them into our show. So thank you for sending us all your beautiful, wonderful, lovely topics. They make the show go round. Uh, there are oh, yeah. many ways. Round. <laughs> <laughs> Good contribution, Benji. <laughs> you're, doing, you're great. You're helping. Thanks. Uh, many ways to get topics to us. Twike us on Twitter, at Un. You can follow us uh, on Facebook, be friends with us, like us. Our yeah. fragile self-esteem is depend on it. It's true. Uh, topics at ignorantuninformed.com. Email us. <laughs> I was just like, well, breathing breathing in. <laughs> I was like, what is that noise? Who's doing that? It was me. Like, breathing oh, like a whore in church. Fucking mouth breather. Uh, visit the website, ignorantuninformed.com. Click the topics button. Questions make the best topics, and we will give you T-shirts. T-shirts. When we pull your topic out of the bowl and release it. So Benji's got one. Let's, uh... Here it is. Yeah. Oh, I hope it's a good one. Certainly taking long enough with it. Oh, it'll be good. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's like more than two words on there. Can you think of... No. <laughs> Wait. That's the first time I've ever ridden something. Uh, r- read, <laughs> read something in front of a microphone. I've never funny. ridden something in ah. front of a microphone. So, can you God think of any great music that didn't or doesn't come from Tortured Souls? From Brandy Hammerling. Oh, who's, shit. Who's Brandy? She's a good friend of mine from Canton. What up, Brandy? Oh, shit. She, uh, actually, if you, she's. If you can't get us on iTunes in Canton, then you can get us on Stitcher. Yep. Maybe true. Right, cool. Podcaster dot FM. She is uh, Benji. You would love Brandy. She loves her some Bone Thugs. Oh, oh! I'm gonna miss everybody. Oh, I'm gonna miss Brandy. <laughs> so, can you think of any music? Good, great music that didn't come from Tortured Souls. Fucking hard, man. Like I yep. always feel like. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say Yellow Submarine, but is that really a great song? No. Exactly. No, I'm With just the Beatles, kidding. Tortured Souls. So, I mean, John had a fucked up... Yeah, I mean, there's a little torture there. I think uh, the creative aspect of music typically comes from a tortured soul, whereas the performance aspect doesn't nearly have to. Hmm. You know, it's usually the singer-songwriter. Hmm. What I find, and I think I've brought this up before, like uh, women that do poetry and stuff like that are, are people typically that have so many feelings that they have to... Extra feelings that they have to put them on paper. And people that feel like 
super creative, you know, need, need to put that out there, you know, or else it hurts. You know what I mean? The ones that really do it. I mean, I just take all my extra feelings and turn them into good feelings. Right. There's like, a lot of people out there that write songs that don't sing. It's very true. You know, and, uh, and I would like to see some of those twisted fucks. And they say comedians, you know, are also very, uh, very like depressed individuals mm-hmm. usually. Yeah. The I mean, funniest clown cries the hardest. <laughs> That's what they say. Is it? I don't know. I you just said, said it so it. soft and fucking <laughs> so sentimental. Daily affirmations <laughs> with Ben Whitmore. <laughs> Deep thoughts. Sometimes I tell my kids we're going to Disneyland. And then I take them to a burned out warehouse and say, oh no, Disneyland burned down. It teaches them to never expect anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're better for it. No, I mean, I think it's like with the comedians in depression, it's hard to have to be up all the time. Like, we're not made. Yeah, I know. It's tough. Anybody, yeah, if you no. have to perform, I think that's a lot of pressure. Absolutely. Sure. I think it's hard for them. At some point, <laughs> it, must, it must be hard. When you get to a certain point, like people like Robin Williams or, uh, I don't know, any other famous comedians <laughs> who have passed away but, or, or are still alive, but... You know, there's like this certain expectation that they become the characters that they, you know, this like Portray, yeah. funny, upbeat guy, you know, like, but they, it's hard for them to just be real, you know, and not have to feel like they have to perform. Well, that's an act. Yeah, show. that's what I'm saying. But like, I think that eventually there becomes some confusion between like, absolutely, the act and to. the actual person. I think they lose themselves in it too, you know? I mean, Ben, you hang out with actors. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you trust anything they ever say? Like... Yes. Okay. Everything. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Always believe actors. Always. No, man, it's, yeah, it's tough. It's like, I, I feel, I don't know. I think, like, but you just never know. You but we're still talking about the, like, the creative not. side of it. And I, I think, actually, this question kind of touches on something else that it's a theory that I've always had about why music sucks after, you know, somebody's fourth, fifth, sixth album starts to fucking, they're like, oh, they, he got too commercial. What it is is that, they didn't have to struggle as hard anymore. When you yeah. have money and stuff like that, it's kind of hard to rap about, man, Subway wants me to do a $25,000 commercial. <laughs> ah, I don't have time because I'm so busy making other money elsewhere. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard to like be really tortured when really you're just really busy. Yeah. That's well, not really tortured. No, or it's just like talk about alienating a fan base, the people that used to love you when you were coming up because you were rapping about what you were going through. Right. I mean, now you're going through, like, parties with celebrities. and Right. It's kind of hard to relate. Yeah. And Eminem, you could see that transgression in his career because he, he had a real honest uh, lyrical value to all of his stuff, I thought. You know, there was, a, mm-hmm. there was a real honesty to it. And that's what people, I think, attach to when they well, – He was definitely kind of out to prove something, you know. At first. Yeah, but he was as he got just to let more and more money – the world out. Yeah. And as he, as he got more and more money, his lyrics became more and more about – Having money and the problems that are associated with that as opposed to not having any money and the problems associated Which with that. Which is a little less accessible as an audience member, right? Right. Like you can't – like I don't know what it's like to have too much money. Yeah, like do I want the 17 foot for 3.5% or do I want the 15 foot boat for you know 2%? I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. It's you tough know? out there for I don't know, man. man. I don't know, man. It uh, – all right. So then all lem- – Captain Parameters. Because I, I feel like you can probably make – there's probably plenty of mediocre music that doesn't come from tortured souls. Right. But for it to be great, does it have to have – I mean – One word. 
Nickelback. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I think it's two words, actually. Is it hyphenated? I mean, does it count if you torture other word. souls? It's one word. Yeah. Well, in all the posters I have in my garage, it's all one word. <laughs> right. I mean, what, is your, what does your tattoo say? I can't see it from here. Oh, it's Nick- Nickelback. Right. Nickelback has rules has with a Z. Spell. Well, <laughs> mine, mine is written down my spine. Oh, right. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't right. say that they... Right next to I the think poison that, uh, and John Bon Jovi rules yeah. with a Z. I think ultimately, and this is getting a little of my own personal philosophy, I feel like art uh, can only come through experience. You you can't... Mm. Uh, or at least trying your best to recreate. As, as far as like acting stuff concerns, obviously, you know, if you're tackling a role, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm just going to, you know... Work as a construction worker for six months to see what it's like, but it's I don't I don't know if all that's necessary. But at least uh, empathizing with the person you're supposed to play, or the, or the you know, or the subject of your art, no matter what it is, but being an empathetic person and trying to understand what it would be like to be that person in the case of an actor, or what it is like to live the life of, you know, if you're painting a landscape and trying to you know. I don't know. It, imagine what the life of this place is like every year, you know, in the winter time, or what that means to people, and and I think that that's why the arts are. I would say that's why the arts are important because it teaches you to empathize with people, and it teaches you, and it makes people more open minded to getting along with other people, and at least trying to see the world from what it must be like to be them, right. You know? Well, Max, you took a Beatles Surround yourself in, with different people. In college, correct? I did. All right, so what do they say about, like, there's the, you know, the poppy British invasion Beatles versus the post-drug Beatles. Two totally different genres of music, really. Sure. And uh, <clears throat> there's definitely a dividing line there. Yeah, and, uh, there's Yeah, yeah, there's Serious? No, but, seriously. No, no, I know. that, And that is the dividing line, and that's what I'm saying. But then you have people that are into the Beatles- Pre-drugs, and then there's people that are really into the Beatles. Post-drugs. Oh, yeah. I actually think both are okay. I definitely like the post-drugs better. Um, so what do they say about – I mean, you can become successful, kind of to contradict what I was saying earlier. You, you, can, you can become successful and then drugs. You know, get wrapped up into heroin, man. Ray Charles good example. You know, stuff like that. And then, man, those guys really churn out some – it's just some awesome, awesome stuff, man, it seems like. You know what I mean? So what was the school of thought on the drugs enhancing their career versus well, you know, you know it, it limiting was, their career? It was interesting because I, you know, I was in college, so obviously you can't have – you know professors aren't going to be up there and be like, drugs are good, and this <laughs> right. is why. Right. But uh, the point he kind of made uh, was that the Beatles were – they somehow had their finger on the pulse of the 60s. Okay. And so as culture and everything else was changing – their music was sort of like emulating that change. So they evolved that with was this, broader, exactly. Like, like they almost were just a even product of the time. Almost even pre, pre evolved. Like brought that change, or we're on the, yeah, we're like, on, were like the, the on the on the crest, yeah, yeah right precisely. on the crest of that, precisely. That and so that's kind of what he said is that because you know it was, that would explain the popularity of that, yeah, and how like yeah. they were able to, um, you know, at the beginning of that decade in the sixties, just like epitomize right. that pop love. You know, I want to hold your hand. And then seven years later, as, like, the world has changed and lost yeah. a lot of its, you know, illusions. Right. Well, it was the first time the in history that, like, the counterculture was really recognized and and emulated on television and through music and stuff like that. You know, 
prior to that, like, you know, there was, you know, the dregs of society kind of like that weren't, you know, they weren't on TV. They weren't, you know, if they showed them, you know, it was, it was very 1950s era type TV and then boom, you know, like drugs are cool for the younger generation. And not only that, man, people, there's TV, there's media. So now people are in Kansas are seeing shit that's going on in California, which just blows their mind. And, and people start to change. People start to, you know, emulate what they see on TV. And, and now that now the word's spreading faster and faster and faster. And so now that was the first, like, super cool counterculture in America, in my opinion. Besides, well, besides the Indians, <laughs> of course. The OG counterculture. The, the OG counterculture. <laughs> The natives. Sure. <laughs> sure. No, I, I, I mean, I think it's true. Um, I mean, it's just it, uh, greatness. Greatness and pain. It's odd those things seem to go together. I mean, I think it's, I think ultimately it's, you know, it's lonely at the top, man. Well, I think it I, just gets worse if, if you're, you know, I think that uh, in any, like musicians, comedians, actors, artists you know i think that like you you have to kind of to be the lens that we look at ourselves with i think there's a tendency for isolation like you have to be but there's a different kind outside of outside of things you know there's a different kind of emotional it's a different kind of person whereas like okay yeah. for example say i get broken up with i'm like all right well going to live another day yeah talk to you later whereas this other person's like destroyed and sits there with a guitar being like, Sheila, Sheila, I love you and miss you so much. You know, and then they end up writing a song, you know, Oh Sherry, you know, or whatever, like the dude from Journey, you know, Steve Perry. I should have been gone. No, what Made you feel. I should have been gone. Oh Sherry, I'm alive. That's funny, man. Uh, one of my favorite... My favorite parts in the movie Basketball is when uh, he's doing a psych out. He's like, it should have been gone. And he's like, no, hey, that's no fair. We said no more journey psych outs. <laughs> but, uh, but you know what I mean? So, so you take that emotional kind of person and it's that kind of person. So they're tortured by, by things that everyday people are, you know, can deal with. So it's a, so maybe they're, they're like tortured because they're not as strong emotionally or, or whatever. Or they handle things, you know, on, on a different emotional level or whatever. Yeah, there's, like, some dissatisfaction that, like, everyone else is just like, ah, whatever. It's the way it should be. Yeah, is. where this person, like, man, like, you know, it, like, it really upsets them when they have to write a song about it. Got to pour their emotions out and stuff like that. And thank God for those people. You know? Sure. I think the artist's temperament is that not more so that they, like, are incapable of dealing with things. But a lot of times they just they, – they sit and they – they do feel things as no, where no, like everyone else is capable. They just, they just, they just deal with the emotions differently. Like they feel right. more. Well, they like, they like almost wallow in it or like yeah. savor the experience. Yeah, you know? yeah. I know as like an actor, like sometimes, you know, I'll go through something in my life and be like, wow, this really fucking sucks. I'm going to remember how this feels so I can access this later. Like if I'm, you know, if I need to be very distraught as a character, I could be like, well, this is a similar type experience <laughs> that I had in my life and I can, <laughs> it's called emotional it's called memory emotional recall. All right. What Apparently, about Apparently we've been going for quite some time. An hour or something. Did we did we never stop and reset? I don't clock? I don't know. Oh, I, no, I, I we didn't. broke the stopwatch clock. Ben, you tell me when it's time for the quote. All right, I'm looking at it. 
It's it's. I'll I'll let you know when we're close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're cool. I got one. Keep going. Sorry. The uh, no, but so like leaving those emotional uh, wounds open. I mean, is that healthy to to access? Like, don't you need closure? Isn't there's, that good? There's people? certain ways. I think that there's definitely certain ways of dealing with it. I think a lot of people. Uh, I, I think that you know, musicians especially, and even comedians. Like, you know, you look at, like, John Belushi and all these people. A lot of them turn to drugs, you know, to, like, fill those emotional gaps in their minds. Sure. Those, to fill the but void. A lot of them probably did drugs beforehand. They could afford better and more drugs now. Yeah. As, ma- as much no, as they yeah, want. Exactly. Yeah. There's, I think That's there's just difference. this kind and of, like. Probably much better at that level, I would, I would say. Yeah. I think it, you know, with. But with that, that whole lifestyle of, you know, just, like of being funny or being creative and bringing forth all these great things into, you know, whether it's music or movies or whatever, any kind of art entertainment that tends to be, a, uh, that these people tend to be afflicted by that kind of just, I don't know, like some kind of deep hurt or something deep down. That's like, maybe they weren't hugged enough as a kid. I don't fucking know, but you know, it's just, it's just kind of sad no. too, but no, it can be it can be people with perfectly healthy lifestyles as well. And that's true. And, yeah. And I but mean, they just take you know, there's just people that deal with that they feel more than other people. You know. Yeah. What do they say? The the brightest stars burn out fast first? Yeah, that's what they tell the Yeah, okay. They uh now have you ever I was gonna ask you this earlier, man, have you ever found yourself uh like <clears throat> acting in real life? You know, like you were just saying you have to recall real life for acting do you ever find yourself like like accidentally acting like acting angry if you think somebody wants you to be angry like at a restaurant or a grocery store and you know or or acting upset when you're really not that upset or because you are an actor and you can fake emotion very well you know what i'm saying so do you find yourself just like accidentally doing that probably probably not in like anger I, but the 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 latter one, the the second one you said, like if like acting upset if I know someone's upset, but either like I'm just kind of shut off from whatever feeling those emotions would be, or like I just, or maybe I truly don't care, right? Like I'd be like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> like my, but I'd be like, oh yeah, no, that's you know, preposterous. Like, that's that's yeah. crazy. But ultimately, it's like I don't, I don't. It, see, that's okay. one of the things that's very hard for me is to <laughs> to fake it, to act, <laughs> to, to act to, not to, sincerely. Yeah, yeah. No, to, you, that's a good thing, Benji. That's yeah. That means you're not you're being honest with yourself and you're being honest with well, others. Well, no, I mean, yeah, just I mean, to to a certain degree, you know. Yeah. And uh, but like, it's I mean, funny I don't say I do it. I wouldn't say I do it often because I don't know because I because I like just don't care about much, you know, like politics and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about it, discuss my opinions, but I don't care, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when people are venting, I'll just be like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, whatever. I'll just be like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. Tell me about it. Yep. yep. Tell me about it. Yep, the Nazis did have a point, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I never really looked at it like that, but yeah, you make a strong point. Uh huh. You should go on. Just go on TV and say that. Mm-hmm. Just go on the radio. That'd mm-hmm. probably go very well for you. Freedom of speech. Yeah. Freedom is But freedom. that's it, man. I, I allow people to have that, you know. It takes folks but, like you. Yeah. Me. No, I think and, it's uh, important. Yeah, just, I just it's just, mm-hmm. I wish I could, though. Yeah. I wish I could do what Ben does. No, uh, sometimes. no. No, no, yeah. no, at, at, at certain times, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, what's funny is, like, I actually, more often than not, I tend to disconnect with my emotions, like, as as things are happening. Like, if okay. I'm... You know, if someone's, like, telling me something that's really bad or, like, 
I don't know, getting yelled at or something like that. Or someone's like, God damn it, Ben, this blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh-huh. Like just kind of blank slate. And I'm, maybe that's part of like, you know, being a trained actor because you're, you're, what's weird is like your emotions do kind of become accessible in a weird way. Like, Oh, absolutely. Like you can bring them up when you need them there, but then like, like if shit gets too real, you can just like shut them down. You know, you're just like, Nope, I don't want to feel anything right now. You can diagram the pain because that's the source of the emotionality. At least that's what I learned from Robert Downey Jr. on Tropic Thunder. (laughs) Fair enough. You got to diagram the pain. It's the center of the emotionality. I don't know. I'm just a dude. Pretend to be a dude. Pretend to be another, another dude. dude. <laughs> no, nah, man, but... Uh, That's such a know, good fucking and, movie. And it's probably fair to say that, you know, we don't really know what it's like to be that creative as some of these people. <laughs> Fuck no. You know, so none of Fuck us really you. know. It could feel... It could feel You like, don't know me. <laughs> like no, I'm no. creative as hell. <laughs> no, you are, man. Everybody but you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just talking about Max. That's all I wanted to know. That's yeah. all I wanted to say. I just um, needed some... Yeah, no, not you. No, we live in the talent ghetto. You <laughs> you live in the talent burbs. Yeah. yeah. But not talent wood, you know? <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. What? No, I'm, I'm talking about super creative people. You're oh, a very yeah. talented individual. But... No, but, and I think yeah, there's creative, those people but I'm that function about, like, on super creative that other level, it man. It could just... feel like... It could be... Like something in your brain that is just, you know, it could be almost painful like a dog that why a dog needs to get fixed. It could feel like that to those people. We don't know because we're not we're not those people. But it could be just like, you know, <clears throat> that pressure, Kurt of Cobain, yeah. you know, like stuff like that, like being super yeah. creative, like like not because it's really easy to emulate another band. You know what I'm saying? It's really easy once, you know, the Pearl Jam or the Nirvana comes out to be like Pearl Jam or Nirvana. But how do you become? The Led Zeppelin, the Beatles, the, you know, ha- yeah. the, the four, the pioneers, the trendsetters, you know? yeah. yeah, the Pink Floyds, you know what I'm saying? Like to find your own sound. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, like that's like, that takes some super creativity right there. And that may be torturous. And know? some courage too. Cause I mean, you yeah. gotta put it out there. Yeah. Like, it's easy to imitate. Like you were saying, yeah. but it's one of them things like, you know, them dudes that paint themselves up and like street performers and shit. Dude, there's a lot of people that do a lot of shit that I'm like, man, I could not do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't be one of those like robot men. No, the, living you know, statues. The, the, yeah, living statues paint themselves silver and shit. Just be like, <laughs> I made thirty-seven dollars today. No, dude, I think those guys like rake it. <laughs> no, in. I'm sure they do in the right spot. You know, yeah, if you're, if you're good. Yeah, if you're fucking like downtown Detroit, dude, I, you know, you're not probably raking it in or fucking like East Lansing or whatever. You might be slinging some. Oh, look. Yeah, look for the silver guy. He's the one that's got the rock. <laughs> Everyone's favorite hip hop jam out of Detroit. Blowfish or a starfish? Blowfish. Blow <laughs> Sorry, man. Starfish. When I was in the Bahamas, that yeah. motherfucker cruising down the beach. Starfish? No, that's cool, man. Blow? <laughs> no. I don't. In either context, I don't think I want one. Yeah. I'm can I have can I have a marijuana? How many marijuanas do you have? I would love to buy coke from a guy walking down the beach at eight o'clock in the morning in a resort. Low? Absolutely, yellow That's starfish. probably pretty legit shit. Possibly, maybe not though. That's probably like rat poison, man. It's probably not even coke. No one does that. Everyone does that. Like my I've mom. seen <laughs> I've seen movies. <laughs> I yeah, know, you know what they're not putting are. rat poison in it because it's. Drugs. <laughs> it's not rat poison, unless it's LSD. <laughs> and then it is rat poison. And then it's got a little bit of strychnine in it. But that's and cool. it's supposed to be there. I finally yeah. saw Wolf of Wall Street. Man, that guy, that guy was doing a lot of drugs in that movie. Dude, I love that part when he like 
gets in his shit. He, he like takes all them pills. When his wife ain't wearing no underwears. I like that part. Too. <laughs> yeah. Now when he's when he takes all those pills and uh, they're all like time release or they're all old. Oh. The actual quaaludes. Oh. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it shows him like driving his Lamborghini or whatever home and shit. Yeah. He thinks he makes it. Yeah. Then it's like later there's a cop there. The shit's all beat up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he's completely he's, he's like because he's like narrating the movie. He's like he's like somehow I made it home without. You know that wreck yeah. in the car, and he like, shows him just like pulling out and driving all smooth. <laughs> but it's like he's he's acting like he had a fucking stroke because he's basically like he can't fucking move because he's he had these like super strong quaaludes that it, somehow got released yeah. like ninety minutes after he took them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's there's some like, guy at home that's about to tell somebody some shit that's going to get him like whatever you know. Sure, like no, no frown. He's like drooling. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. a really good scene. Actually, it really is. Man. And Leonardo DiCaprio does not have a fucking Oscar. Fuck that. That was a good movie. Uh, was a good it was movie. definitely like gluttonous. It was to me. It was like everything that's wrong in, in American society. Yeah. You know, what's funny is I wanted to see more about like the business of what they did. Like, yeah, you didn't but get then that. it was just it, it was, was just, just all about, about partying and the shit, parties and drugs and getting away from the. It was all FBI. about absolute excess and greed. Yeah, it was, it's totally it's was. disgusting. Lust. I heard there's some lust in there too. Yeah, all it, yeah. good scenes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's kind of it's just it's it's just it's awesome, but it's disgusting. Yeah. You know, talking about we had a podcast. Uh, Recently about the uh, the American Dream. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's definitely one of them. I guess. First you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the women. I would say, uh, to answer her question, because uh, I'm guessing if she say likes hello both, to my uh, little she, friend. she's talking about great music. So we got to think about, like... Grape music? The, you know, the greats. Yeah. And I would say, No. I would say they all are tortured. Grape, the grapes, okay, Grape, you know, grapes, okay, like the California well, I mean, raisins, there's... grapes. No. The California grape. raisins are raisins. Grape music. They may have used to be grapes, but they're not. We're talking about fraud protection. Yeah, fraud protection. <laughs> Frog protection. <laughs> Why would I? Need... Of course, the juice could come. I just watched Ted again last time. <laughs> it's just no, so it's funny. I love. Of course, the juice could come. Well, yeah. Why, why even bring, bring it up? up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll just open the door for him. <laughs> I mean, like you know, art. These these are artists who are are creating based on their lives, and like life is kind of torturous sometimes. Like it ain't uh, all sunshine and rainbows. <coughs> and so like you Benji, take you yeah. take one of those creative souls and put him in a shitty situation. The outcome can be fucking glorious. Yeah, if they're good at what they do, <coughs> absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's unfortunate, but it's true. Mm-hmm. And I guess like so, is that what it is? It's that capacity to feel. It's the the ability to get, like, I don't know, get I in there? I think so. Yeah. But to do it genuinely. You know what I'm saying? And naturally. Okay. Uh-huh. Like, you can't learn it. You know, you can emulate it. You can act like it. You can be good. Yeah. But to be great, you know? You gotta probably, you probably have to practice it, too. Whatever there's, that there, means. There's not that style. many great people in history, if you really think about it, man. So when you think about great music, you got to think about the great music, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus, achy breaky heart. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, man, that I mean, guy has got to like just wake up some days and remember that Miley Cyrus is his daughter and just kind of despair. I don't right? think so, man. I think it was all calculated. He was like, he's like, man, she's gonna, Dude, she's gonna do this crazy wrecking ball song. We gonna get that money? We gonna get that wrecking ball dollar? And that's what I would consider uh, the opposite of what we're talking about. Actually, is a guy who has to try really hard and work really hard in music to make it. You know, because and it's all like very business well, and I feel like country you know, music does the right thing. has definitely kind of developed this like 
country and not that I listen to a lot of country, but I'm just saying like there's this like pop country now. Oh, yeah, no, totally. It's like this like I like trucks and girls in shorts and you know like <laughs> And I like beer and, and it's that same pork. recipe. Like that. It's that same it's that same recipe that we talked about before with like, you know, the boy bands and the girl bands and stuff like that. They take songs that they buy and they put the right faces on it. They and, make a product. It's yeah, a slick and make a ass yeah, product. They just yeah. make a slick product that they know people will buy because yeah. there's a there's a there's a something that never goes away is the teenagers. You yeah. know? And you can always count on new teenagers all the time buying new shit, spending their parents' money. Before they that's learn how to illegally easy, download it off the internet. That's a real easy market to tap. It really is. Oh yeah. You know, because they're so, so impressionable. And it's always there. It's always there. It just keeps just, just, a, just dude, it just keeps you know, just yeah. refilling and itself. Then, just a cycle of <laughs> hormonal. And that's what buying. that's what a lot of the country is now is like is is stuff like that where they yeah. uh, it's a girl that doesn't write her own songs. It's yeah. you know. But like I would say, and I was going back to the country music. Uh, what I was going to say was just that like so. There's that like almost happy pop country yeah. country music. But like the country music that I actually like and is tolerable is like that's this the guys who like are dirt poor come out of nothing the blues and, the old country yeah you yeah. know like based in in suffering and pain and like Johnny Cash is a classic example of that oh yeah because it's just you a know? fucking it's a it's and I that's think a good ultimately example. what it is and maybe why you know why these people with tortured souls end up doing so well is just that it's kind of this catharsis for all of us to listen yeah. to this kind of pain and suffering and maybe empathize with them for just even just three minutes on a on a 45 record and and then you know like and then move on with our lives so we don't have to feel that but oh, they're the guys that have to deal with it take like, it home you they're, know I mean? they're good enough at those feelings that they provide the rest of us a release yeah michael can... jackson dude i mean at five oh, hey. at five he was a badass it's true oh, you yeah. know and probably almost in his prime by the time he was like eight nine no, but he was, you know, yeah, but legit. he was extremely fucking creative and very, very fucking weird, and I would say very tortured. And, yeah, you know, and of course Latoya. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think a big part of that was probably due to his his family, which is just either way, crazy. either way, yeah. I mean, Joe but Jackson. that's what a lot of it is, man. It's your environment. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, and how you react to your environment too, self torture. Yeah. Um. All right, Robert. Self mutilation. Yes, just to know you're alive. Then just you're alive. Self oppression. I bleed to know I'm alive. That's right. Yeah, you bleed just to know you're alive. Oh. And I don't want the world to see me. Because <laughs> I don't think that they'd understand. When everything's made to be broken, I just want you to know who I am. Thanks for downloading and listening to Everything Uninformed <laughs> for tonight's special guest. That terrible, terrible song. Oh, Jesus Christ. Thanks for downloading and listening. Terrible hey, make make sure you hit that. Uh, I was I was really feeling it there the last minute. I, can tell. I was having a I've, catharsis of my I've own. I really enjoyed giving Ben a microphone because I feel like it makes him want to sing more. Oh, it's, it's true. It's true. It's true. Story belongs. I've seen. We've seen Ben in front of a it's mic. True. Dude, this yeah, it's true. fucking true. I like I like being there. Hey, but thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant and Uninformed, everyone's favorite podcast, at least in America, and probably in other countries too. But we don't know because we're American. Make sure you send Fuck us your topics. Yeah. Topics at America. Uh, what? Topics at ignorantuninformed.com. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorantuninformed. Or twank us on Twitter, at ignun. We're going to be back next week with a brand new episode of Hot Ass Freshness. Once again, we've been your hosts, Mr. Benji Pickens. Right he's on. over there. Yeah, he's right. Mr. Max Serac, Stan Serac. It's the pain. <laughs>
<laughs> and I'm Ben Hollywood Whitmore. We'll be back with a brand new Epidose next week. So lube up your earballs. Peace off. <laughs>